Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. Now, today I want to do an episode where I sort of explain how my trip in Ukraine is going to go, how can you help me, what are the funds, how are they going to get delivered, but uh, that all will wait until the end of the episode. Because things have happened in the Russian-Ukrainian war that have caused a lot of you to panic, because I've seen a lot of things on Twitter and in emails and messages and everywhere about the sudden mobilization of Russia. But I kind of don't understand all this situation because we we have to remember that it's not just manpower, it's, well, civilian does not manpower equate, basically. Let's start in order. Okay, so, for a few days, for a few days, some regional governors, to my surprise, had actually tuned in to Ramzan Kadyrov's announcement about the self-mobilization. Even, like, legit governors just who've just um, won the election, trademark, you know, not a real election anyways, and even the Crimean guy. And they started saying something good, so that made me suspicious yesterday. However, I didn't really think a true mobilization would be possible, since, well, there's all those other issues that are still there, and it is very irrational of uh, Putin to do mobilization. And, well, just to put it into some perspective and make sure you calm down a bit, Arestovich, in one of his more recent analyses of the situation on the front, about how Ukrainians are expanding their foothold and there are major attacks being planned right now, since I wanted to talk about how recently some Russian command points have been bombed, Russian anti-air defenses have been bombed, and it's so bad, by the way, that Russia, even with Sweden and Finland getting into NATO, how they've removed anti-air defenses from St. Petersburg. So if I was, say some hostile entity that wanted to attack St. Petersburg from the air, that would be the right moment to do so right now, by the way. But uh, the trick here is that uh, apparently there is going to be a mobilization. To my surprise, because that is truly a dumb decision. So far, we know exactly two facts. Number one, this evening, there's going to be a speech of Putin, which I'm going to watch, where 
he's gonna turn to the nation, and quite possibly, Sergei Shoigu as well is gonna be there. Uh, Kremlin's, pool, Kremlin's pool of correspondents are responding about this huge event. Of course, I'm gonna be watching this, but this comes out earlier so that I can explain the situation to you a bit. Luhansk People's Republic uh, guys have stated that they, in a very urgent case, want to do a referendum from the 23rd to 27th of September about them joining Russia. That also is kind of tied into all the situation. And today, the State Duma of the Russian Federation introduced the concepts of mobilization, martial law, and wartime to the criminal code. Quote, this is from, war tra from wartranslated.com. Voluntary surrender, looting, and unauthorized, I'm sorry, I'm just recording this very hastily, leaving from a unit during the period of hostilities entails imprisonment up to 15 years. The amendments introduce a whole set of new articles of the Criminal Code of the Russian Federation. Voluntary surrender, Article 352.1, and looting, Article 356.1. For surrender, one faces from 3 to 10 years in prison if there are si no signs of high treason. For looting, up to 15 years of prison. The list of aggravating circumstances includes the commission of a crime, quote, during the period of mobilization of martial law in wartime, Article 63. Unauthorized leaving from the unit during the period of mobilization in martial law, Article 337 of the Criminal Code, will be punished more severely. From 2 to 10 days, up to 5 years in prison, instead of up to 1 year, from 10 days to one month, up to seven years in prison, instead of up to three years. More than a month, from five to ten years in a colony, instead of up to five years. Then there's the thing about refuseniks. Non-fulfillment by subordinates of the order of the commander, given in the prescribed manner during martial law, in wartime, or in the conditions of an armed conflict or combat operations, as well as the refusal to participate in military hostilities, is proposed to be punished with imprisonment for a term of two to three years. Part 2.1 of the Article 332 of the Russian Criminal Code. A group of articles also introduced uh, uh, were also introduced on non-execution of the state defense order and violation of the terms of the state contract. Articles 201.2, 201.3, 285.5, 285.6 of the Russian Federation Criminal Code. The second reading of the bill is scheduled uh, later today. The State Duma can adopt it simultaneously in the third, final one. By analogy with the package of laws on military censorship, it can be approved by Federation Council, signed by the President, and published before the end of the day. The bill comes into force from the day of its official publication. So what does this mean? This means that basically Putin is now deciding to, you know, figuring out what, what he should do in this whole warfare that doesn't really look good for him. First of all, he, there's been many red lines about, you know, Ukraine attacking Russian territory. At the beginning of the war, everyone was super worried, including Germany, United States, Western allies, that giving heavy weaponry to Ukraine would escalate this conflict because everyone was afraid of Kremlin's, Kremlin's red lines. Well, so far, there's been like eight, nine of them. Nothing has happened. There have been strikes on the Russian territory, including Belgorod, including Crimea, all those fun places. Nothing has happened. So everything's going on smoothly. Secondly, Balakleya. This event happened very smoothly. Russia lost a bunch of territory. So now they have to figure out something, you know, what's going to work for this. So in my idea, they want to kind of introduce these referendums and then make sure that this fighting with a huge announcement, like, look, look, Ukrainians are attacking our state territory. Gotta go mobilize and all that stuff. Let's fight for real. That's what the Russians want to do. 
But the problem is, well, manyfold. And we'll get to the problems here. Because, for starters, so far there has been this hidden mobilization going on, and Russia hasn't really gotten enough troops at all. They've been gone down to prisons, even as you heard in my previous episode. People just don't want to fight. There's a lot of these armchair generals in Russia who want to support the war, who hate Ukraine and are for killing Ukrainians, but they don't want to fight. And this is about to continue. And if you remember, Russia is a huge country with a large, large landmass where people can hide. And there's already a proud tradition, if you're 18 to 27 years old, to avoid being conscripted in the Russian army. So that's gonna continue. People just don't want to fight. Putin apparently wants to, wants to present this as some sort of patriotic increase of volunteers or fighters or whatever. That's just not gonna happen. And the other issues are purely logistical. First of all, I have mentioned previously that Russia currently does not have winter equipment. And it wasn't for a mobilized army, it was for this very army that they have now. In December they're gonna have to face tough periods because their logistics haven't improved. There are no, no new boots. There are no winter clothing to even give to these mobilized guys. They're gonna go there with winter clothing. This is just gonna make the situation worse. Their already extremely thin and almost non-existent resources are gonna be super thinly spread. And uh, the volunteers already, you know, the people who support this war in Russia, they already cannot provide enough winter clothing or anything for the existing military. What do you think is going to happen to those guys when the winter hits in? There's going to be a massive trouble with them just flooding the hospitals with, with frostbites in their legs. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Nothing has changed in that area. They're just gonna take more men, remove their winter clothing, maybe give them a gun if they go to Ukrainian territory, because I don't believe they're gonna do any training in the Russian one. But nothing has changed with, with the logistics. It's gonna be a massive humanitarian catastrophe for the, for the Russian army, and everyone knows that. That's why this was so stupid, because those guys, those guys, they're gonna freeze. And not like they're gonna go to the front lines tomorrow, it's gonna take a month or two for them to even get there. Girkin, however, is very happy, saying that now Ukraine has a month or two to basically do more attacks before waves of Russian conscripts come in, but those waves of Russian conscripts won't have any warm clothing at all. Winter was already tragical disaster for this current-sized Russian army. If they increase it, there's just going to be more casualties. It looks nice on paper, but in practice, massive fail. Secondly, like I've also mentioned previously, and like Perun has stated, Russia prepared this war to be a very short, aggressive one. They send their training instructors, their drill instructors to fight. A lot of them have either died, gained casualties, wounded, left the army. They have a massive lack of recruits. Current recruits are being basically instructed 
by 18-year-old guys who haven't even finished their academy yet, by not fully not full officers. They have a massive officer shortage. And the guys who volunteer, the guys in their 40s, they don't listen to the 18-year-olds from the cadet schools or anything. Like, who are you to teach me anything? And giving them guns in, in, with this attitude where no one wants to fight, there's under-equipment everywhere in the Russian territory. It's also suicidal. The crime rate is going to be weird. These guys are going to be under-equipped, under-armed, leadership hasn't changed, nothing major has changed, they're just going to go there and die. If this goes through, and if we discount even the fact that on operational level, I don't even know how they're going to pull this whole thing off. Never mind the fact that Russian military complex is not as kind of agile or capable of making swift reforms. This is not going to work out well. This is a measure of desperation. This is nothing planned out seriously because, well, if you would if you would listen to my, all of my episodes, I have insane amounts of logistical, very real reasons why mobilization shouldn't have happened, and well, now it probably will. But this is the stupidity of the nth degree, in my opinion, bringing closer the end of this war for the Ukrainian side, since none of those none of those reasons have gone away. And if you're saying, well, now they're going to mobilize the economy and all that stuff. Yeah, Putin technically mobilized the economy in June. He uh, did all these harsh laws and everything. Technically, Russian economy has been mobilized since June. Have you noticed any changes in Russian equipment, logistics? Well, me neither. So, in this case, this isn't view. This isn't supposed to be viewed from any position of danger by Putin. No, 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 no. This is <laughs> complete stupidity, in my opinion. We're going to see how this turns out. Might even spark some protests. It definitely won't be as celebrated as Putin thinks it will be. So this is going to be interesting. But uh, yeah, this is this is my very short introduction to tell you about why you should kind of calm down. Uh, later on today, 8 p.m. American Eastern Time, 3 a.m. my time, because I'm not going to sleep all night, I will be on on a Twitter space kind of talk with the uh, journalist Dylan Burns and his group. And probably going to go on his Ukraine podcast as well. But I wanted to give some accounting because accounting is due. See, on the 22nd of October, I'm going to... Sorry, 22nd of September. Very soon, two days from now. I'm going to going with a plane to Warsaw. Then I'm staying overnight until 23rd. On the 23rd, I take a train to Kiev. In Kiev, there I meet a representative from the foreign ministry and some military guys. And, uh, well... There are two things that we decided to do. One of them is that another group had started gathering donations for a similar similar drone. So we're giving, through the ministries and everything, your hard-earned cash straight up, half of it. Other half's going to go a bit later, since we have been contacted by St. Javelin. And they're going to make a donation drive through October for warm clothing to Ukraine. That's where other half is going. We're advertising them as soon as that hits. And we're donating other half there. So your money is going to be well spent there. Meanwhile, on my side, I'll be going to Kiev, and from there I'll take a train or a bus, I don't think, I don't know what, what goes there, to Mikolaev. I'll be joined by uh, Anthony Barthaway, by the way, from uh, Ukraine Without Hype podcast. He agreed to host me in Kiev, which is extremely nice of him, and he, as he also has a press card, well, you know, it's better to be not alone on the front lines, and uh, since I have a spare set of body armor and helmet in Latvian embassy, I'll be providing it to them. We will be in Mikolaev region near Kherson for three days. We're going to have a fixer. We're going to have a car if we need one, if we decide to get it, because it's already expensive, and a place to stay. Now, 
all this situation with the fixer and travels and all this stuff and being on the front lines to report because I want to grab some interviews with the soldiers. Yeah, it, uh, in total, I presume the whole budget of this whole operation, not including my food or whatever, is about 1,200 uh, euros. It's about $400 per day. Because fixer costs about $300 per day, if you want a good one, plus a car. Maybe the fixer is going to be less. That, that cost varies from 200 to 300 Plus we have to rent a car, plus we have a place to stay. Uh, thank you all patrons for this. And, well, yeah, we have about uh, 3,000 euros, dollars collected that we're going to donate half and half. Uh, one half to the drone, other half to the winter clothing. So that is also as well here. So now that you know how my money goes out. Uh, well, everything else is on me. Uh, that drone money is not touching the spendings money. If you want to help me with the costs for the fixer, because I need one to contact the army and I still have some, you know, food and train, because tickets from Riga to Warsaw on plane was like $25 both ways. It's very, very cheap. Train tickets were about 100 euros because it's an overnight train and it takes me to Ukraine and then takes me back again. So I've spent quite a lot of my money, and as you know, I'm funded by you, not by anyone else, so there you go. Your donations that you've sent us via Patreon or via PayPal, well, they're going either to the charity or to this, and I have specified them and separated them, so I hope that, you know, you know that it's money well spent, because I'll be actively working there, and I'll be also posting pictures and reports on, on Twitter as well. If you want to support me somehow even more, if you haven't already, please consider doing this, because these are the planned expenses... Thankfully, I was given my protective guard by my protective armor by, by the embassy of Latvia. So, well, it stayed there since my last time there. But if you want to help, well, then please do. So that's about it for today. Please be calm about the whole the whole mobilization thing. And we will, we will, of course, be making more reports. I just thought that getting uh, this report out right now was super important. And, of course, we will be commenting on whatever Putin and Shoigu and or Shoigu says tonight. But for now, das vidanje tvarish. And remember, happiness is mandatory. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.